Boom! We are back with another live Q&A. Guys, if you are joining me this evening, then you know the drill. Get involved, okay? The more people that get involved with tonight's uh, Q&A, the better. So get involved as much as you can. Fire me kind of questions through. Um, and I'm going to be able to obviously respond to them. Um, if you are joining me tonight, just say hello. So give me a wave, drop your name in the comments box um, below. Um, and then obviously I know you are watching. And any questions that you've um, got regarding kind of you know, sleep, the importance of, um, then please, please, please send me a message and uh, we'll go from there. Um, I'm just gonna share this video into the community groups. Um, so guys, if you are joining me, then let me know and I will we'll ping it in. But, um, community. Cool. Uh, I hope our week's been good. Obviously it's been the end of um, the eight week challenge for a lot of guys, so people have been getting their kind of results and scans. Um, again, let me know how you guys have got on with that. Um, been some fantastic changes. Um, the kind of you know group itself, I think it's been amazing. Um, so if you guys are watching, then yeah, get involved, let me know. I'm just pinging this over to all the groups so you are getting involved. Cool, awesome. Nice guys, like I said, if you're joining me, say hello. Um, drop your name in the comments box. Jack, good stuff, you're on board. Um, give me a wave, dude, and let me know you can kind of hear me and you can hear obviously what I'm gonna be talking through tonight. Yo, Dave, good stuff, man. How are you feeling after this morning, mate? Hope you're not too sore. Um, wasn't too bad, actually. I thought today's workout wasn't as bad as obviously yeah, yesterday's. Ellie, good stuff, man. Good to see you locked in. How are you, bro? Cool. Um, so I'm going to kind of get cracking. And like I said, guys, if you've got any questions regarding sleep or um, anything you want to ask me about sleep, <laughs> all right, skinny. Uh, yeah, I don't know why that is. Maybe, oh, God knows. Maybe it's the iPhone. I don't know. It's about those angles at the end of the day. We all want those good angles and lighting, right? Um, maybe it's the lighting in my room. God knows. But uh, <laughs> why I look so skinny. Um, or, you know, maybe I am just quite skinny need to make some more gains in the gym, which is probably quite likely. I, I do feel quite small at the moment, so it's all good. Anyway, guys, the topic tonight is sleep. So um, sleep is a very, very large topic. Um, people kind of forget about it when it comes to uh, weight loss, body composition, and general health. Um, however, it is probably one of the most important things and, and also one of the most overlooked kind of topics. Um, that people kind of forget about when it comes to um, their, their training, uh, their diet, nutrition, and their general kind of well-being. So uh, it's why I kind of cover it, and a lot of people kind of struggle with sleep or sleep quality, um, especially, you know, in the modern day world, you know, people struggle with kind of shift work, etc. They're all over the place with routines. Um, I know myself, you know, I am up um, super early. I work some pretty crazy long days. So I wouldn't say my sleep is optimal, um, to be honest. But, you know, I look at ways of kind of managing that and optimizing that, which I'm going to share with you today, how to manage that and, you know, listen to your body um, in terms of what you should be doing and shouldn't be doing and how that can impact your, um, you know, body composition and also neurological processes, which I'm going to go a little bit more into tonight. So um, sleep is a process which should happen naturally. So that is my kind of top quote. 
Um, and yes, you know, by the time we kind of get to bed or get into bed, you know, it is a natural process, guys. We should naturally fall asleep and, you know, go into a sleep of some kind and, um, you know, not wake up really. Um, so it can, bro can be broken down into kind of three main areas. So obviously quality, so the quality of sleep you're actually getting, whether it's kind of undisturbed, unbroken, you know, if you're waking up in the night. So we look at actually the quality of sleep, um, consistency. So obviously we have a natural circadian rhythm. Um, so um, circadian rhythm is basically any biological process which follows like a 24 hour cycle. Uh, typically in response to kind of light and darkness, so that affects our circadian rhythm um, and it kind of induces uh, a sleep body temperature, uh, blood pressure, immune, renal, cardiovascular and endocrine function. So it's a pretty big process and you know in regards to sleep that is part of that circadian rhythm which is you know, really important for our biological and neurological processes. And then the last one guys is obviously quantity. So how much sleep you're actually getting and how many hours you are spending in the sack or in bed. So in terms of um, like sleep deprivation, so I'm gonna go into that and you know what it can actually affect because sleep deprivation and the effects of sleep deprivation are massive um, in terms of the health implications. Uh, and some of you may actually be sleep deprived and not really know about it at all. Um, but obviously these kind of symptoms or issues you might be having, you might kind of relate a little bit and think actually, yeah, I can I can kind of see that now. Um, so hopefully you'll find it a little bit educational in that sense. Now, in terms of like uh, quantity studies, uh, they've shown that actually ideally you need to be getting kind of you know the eight hour um, optimal window. So eight hours of sleep is kind of optimal. But again, this is very very dependent on kind of many varying factors. So um, looking at kind of your genetics, stresses as well. So training is a stress on the body and therefore you need to recover from it. It causes inflammation and sleep is a big kind of part of your recovery and reducing that inflammation. So, um, you know, depending on how much you're training, if you're doing like your six F45 sessions a week, then obviously sleep and recovery is a pretty big important part of um, reducing that inflammation and recovering from it. So if you're getting only six to seven hours of sleep, which I'd say, you know, is quite likely for most people, then you could be in the kind of realms of kind of sleep deprivation which can lead to kind of some health issues so i'm going to kind of run through those now um so sleep deprivation can cause a number of like problems so obviously decreased memory is one so like neurological brain function um i know certainly when i don't get enough sleep um i find myself quite forgetful and therefore i make silly mistakes or you know i double book myself or forget something and stuff like that so you know it's quite easy to get into that cycle um, decreased attention is a big one so you know how alert you are you know if you're kind of you know sleepy i've got enough sleep you know you know when you haven't got enough sleep the attention wise you're just not there you know you're looking around you're not really focused on anything you find it hard to concentrate and um, again that's quite a big one now in terms of increases you get an increased resting heart rate. So actually your heart rate will be risen um, or higher than normal if you don't get enough sleep. And you also get increased blood pressure as well. So in terms of the heart, it's gonna be under more stress and you know that will actually raise up. So it's something to kind of think about. Now in terms of training, uh, you will get a decrease of strength 
and decreased endurance as well as aerobic capacity. So in terms of training, you know, your training is going to take a massive hit. You know, you're losing strength, you're losing endurance and aerobic capacity just from kind of getting not as much shadow. Um, from a kind of neurological and biological point of view, uh, you get increased insulin resistance. So obviously last week I talked a little bit about that with um, kind of the fasting guys over in Tinkenzo. So basically insulin resistance is where your, your body is not, um, your, your cells have become resistant to insulin, you're not uptaking carbohydrates out of the bloodstream. Um, it's been sat there and basically stored as fat. So in terms of body composition, you know, being insulin resistant and not actually being able to utilize carbohydrates is going to play a massive factor in, you know, what you're doing day to day in terms of your training and nutrition as well. Um, there's also an increase of cancer risk and this is due, due to, again, the inflammation aspects of it. So if you're sleep deprived, there's more inflammation in the cells and therefore that will cause a, a, a higher risk to cancer as well. So there's many, many, many kind of health risks caused by depriving yourself of sleep, which is why it's so important to kind of get that increased shut eye, you know, from my point of view. Now, when we look at kind of optimizing sleep, we need to kind of understand um, sleep anatomy. Um, so I'm going to talk about already have the circadian rhythm, which is your biological clock. Um, and then also melatonin, which is basically a hormone which initiates the biological processes to sleep. Um, a slowing of the heart rate increase. <laughs> this sounds terrifying. I'm going to bed right now. I don't blame you, mate. Uh, to be honest, after this video, I'm going to shower and go to bed myself. So um, yeah, get involved. So um, melatonin is a hormone that initiates biological processes. So at the slowing of heart rate, a decrease in body temperature as well. When you go to sleep, you actually decrease your body temperature uh, prior to going to bed. Uh, and this will allow us to enter a deep sleep and go into REM, which is obviously the important part. So um, rapid eye movement is basically where you're in the kind of deep parts of your sleep. And you should hit um, kind of three or four troughs a night in REM. Um, and you can track that, which I'll talk about after how to track your sleep and see how much sleep you're actually getting and the quality of it. Um, now, just like training, nutrition does play a part in your sleep. So if you eat a large meal prior to going to bed, um, kind of before digesting that meal, so if you're not digesting it and you know you say eat a big meal and then jump straight into bed within say half an hour, digestion will disturb our ability to enter a deep sleep. So it disrupts our, our kind of uh, um, digestion and starting kind of metabolic processes in the body to actually stimulate us. So eating a large meal prior to bed is probably not a good idea. Now, I understand in the modern day world, you know, we are working more, we are, um, you know, working later and therefore eating our meals later and then trying to get as much sleep as possible or staying up later. Um, so obviously looking at your nutrition timing and making a nutrition plan which fits for you in terms of your eating habits will play a big part in um, your general kind of sleep and health as well. Now, uh, this is a few questions for the guys that are watching. Now, in terms of like sleep anatomy and structure, does any of you notice you grind your teeth um, in your sleep? Or do you wake up with a dry mouth or you snore at all? Um, if you do, then just let me know in the comments below and I'm gonna go into a little bit more depth on those things. So if you do grind your teeth at night, snore, or wake up with a dry, dry mouth um, that you notice, then please let me know in the comments below. Um, so in terms of optimizing sleep then, I'm gonna go through a few things 
to kind of think about and ways to optimize you know the quality of your sleep that you're getting now ideally you know we want to be aiming for that seven to eight hours in bed so you know if you are getting up at um, say 6 a.m 5 a.m then realistically we need to be um, in bed by 10, 10 p.m so you are giving yourself a good window to seven to eight hours to actually get enough sleep and now circadian rhythm obviously is our biological clock um sometimes you get a dry mouth awesome brilliant so um I'm going to go into that in a little minute. Circadian rhythm, obviously, that 24 biological clock. Now, in the week, so Monday to Friday, most of us have a weekly or daily routine. So we'll be getting up exactly the same time um, and usually going to bed at a similar time. <clears throat> then when we get to the weekend, a lot of you guys will um, sleep in, so we say, because it's the weekend. You think, oh, you know, I'm going to sleep in. Now, um, if you are sleeping in, you are disrupting your biological clock. By sleeping later, you are pushing your biological clock later, and that will actually change the um, hormone release in your body, and therefore you'll be tired. So come Monday, it's a real struggle um, to actually get up at your normal time, which you would do the previous week, because Saturday and Sunday, you've slept in. So what I would say, guys, is actually at the weekend, if you can get up at the same time as what you do in the week, that will actually make your sleep better um, and you'll feel much more energized than if you try and sleep in at the weekend, which for some guys will be like, oh no, fuck this guy. You know, I'm not gonna sleep, I'm not gonna do that because I wanna sleep in at the weekend. However, you're not catching up on sleep. The quality of that sleep won't be as good because your circadian rhythm is used to getting up at a similar time in the week. So actually staying in that routine over the weekend will actually play benefit to your health and your sleep quality as well, believe it or not. Obviously, I know if you guys go out late on a Saturday, and you know, sometimes I do, then yes, let yourself sleep in later. However, if you um, are going to bed at a normal time, then try and get up at that normal time because it will help you guys out massively. Um, okay, guys, so we've got a few um, kind of questions coming in, so I'm gonna go through it. So the dry mouth situation. So this is a big one, and this is something I learned this uh, well last year actually now. So um, if you wake up with a dry mouth, then you are probably uh, mouth breathing when you are sleeping. So instead of breathing through our nose, which most of the time we actually should do, you may be mouth breathing. Now um, nasal breathing and uh, you know breathing through our nose, you get better oxidization um, into your blood vessels and bloodstream. More oxygen means a deeper and more quality of sleep. More oxidization to the muscle means better recovery. So it's a good thing. So if you are going dry mouth, then look at ways of um, increasing nasal breathing. Now, um, I haven't actually got one here. This gets more since I'm in Australia. But I used to wear a nasal strip. So basically it's like a, um, a plaster with a little spring in it that you wear on your nose here and it actually opens your nasal cavity um, and <laughs> so as a guy if you have better sleep and you increase oxidization then males it will raise your uh, natural testosterone level and by that mean i mean that you will probably wake up with a little bit more you know humph um, than you normally would so um you know not only will you be happy but also your partner or girlfriend or whatever um so that's a little top tip from me so yeah get yourself a nasal strip uh, sleep with it on um, and you'll notice a big difference in that sense but also you'll notice a better quality of sleep give that a go uh, Jack Braithwaite, what are your thoughts on night protein mixes before bed? Um, so I try and eat, I'd say, uh, an hour before I actually go to bed. So, um, I, yeah, I mean, try, like casein, for example, you know, it's good to have. 
definitely. Um, it's a slow release protein. Um, so, you know, a favorite meal of mine is having like Greek yogurt, which is high in casein protein, um, with some kind of dark chocolate and frozen berries before I go to bed, or well, an hour before I go to bed. So, yeah, for digestion to happen, it takes about 45 minutes. So, you know, if you eat an hour before bed, you've got a 45 minute uh, window, as long as it's not a massive meal, and then you can go to bed, and that's fine. Um, avoiding higher sugar or higher carb. Um, things before you actually go to bed as well is good because obviously if you're having high carb it uh, releases a lot of um, uh, glycogen into your bloodstream raises your blood sugar levels and then you kind of get that energy spike and again that drop in energy where your insulin release and stuff will keep you awake so avoiding high carb lasting at night is also a good idea um, from a uh, sleep perspective. Uh, I snore sleep on my back, so I get pushed to my side when partner gets annoyed. Okay, cool. So, I mean, again, if you're snoring, you could be um, more kind of nasal breathing, uh, sorry, not nasal breathing, mouth breathing. Um, so your, your, your nose passage could be restricted. So what I would probably look at again, Eddie, is get yourself some nasal strips with springs on um, and um, yeah, how, uh, give it a go and see how you get on. Your partner will thank you as well because you'll, you'll probably have a bit more kind of morning, you know, oomph from a guy's perspective. So uh, give it a go and let me know how you get on. Um, probably just on the download though, I wouldn't start posting that in the group and saying, Dave, thank you, you know, my wife's really happy, I've got a bit more oomph or partner, you know, whatever. Um, you might, I might get some weird kind of comments or whatever. But other than that, um, yeah, give it a go. <laughs> okay, guys, so yeah, um, looking at uh, activity as well. So if you are training late at night, um, so that is going to stimulate a lot of um, metabolic processes in your body um, and therefore your heart rate will be elevated um, also cortisol will be higher and you will be unable to get into a deeper sleep um, so bringing your um, training to kind of three hours prior to bed or three, even four hours will um, you know be better so guys if you do like the later evening classes then at half seven you know it's probably going to be a struggle for you guys to get good sleep before like 11 p.m. So look at maybe attending an earlier class, you know, first thing in the morning is better because you also stimulate your lymphatic nervous system and metabolic process in the body, so it's better. Okay, we've got a big question coming on. Um, I, can't even, I can't sleep even when I'm exhausted. Haven't slept longer than five hours in a night since end of Jan. Okay, really interesting question there, Caitlin. So, I mean, this could be down to a few things. Now, actual sleep quality, if you're struggling to sleep, um, I straight away will look at stress. Um, now, if you or your body is in a um, parasympathetic state, so you're in a stress state and your body is in that kind of stress state, then um, you will struggle to have a deeper sleep. Now, um, light exposure, stress exposure, they all contribute to you being in a parasympathetic state. So um, getting yourself into an unstressed state will play a big, big, big role in that. Um, so look at your training volume. You know, if you are doing intense exercise, say six days a week, um, which you know some of you guys might be doing if you've done the challenge, you know, towards the end of that challenge or the eight weeks, you might have found that your sleep quality has actually gone down. Um, if your sleep quality has gone down by the end of those eight weeks because you've been training every single day, then you might find that actually your quality of sleep has gone down. And that's where your body is in a stressed sleep. Um, in terms of looking at longer kind of sleep, um, I find that uh, you may be deficient in some kind of nutrient. 
Now this is where magnesium and zinc come into play. So magnesium glycinate will help with a deeper sleep and melatonin release and as well zinc. Um, I take a zinc and magnesium supplement um, because I have a high training frequency. I train a lot, my body's in quite a stressed state and that helps regulate um, good hormones. So I take that 30 minutes before bed. So um, give that a go and let me know how you get on. In terms of tracking sleep quality, um, I use an app called Sleep Cycle. It's a free app. Um, you can download it from the, the App Store. And then basically you put it on the side of, um, you put, it's on your phone, you put your phone on the side and it will actually track your sleep quality and give you the percentage, so say 75 to 100% or whatever. And it also shows you when you are in deep REM sleep and whether you wake up in the night. So it's quite a useful way to kind of look at your sleep and monitor it and then see how certain things will affect your sleep quality. So it's a good way to do it. Um, Okay, right. Uh, what are your thoughts on sleeping after night duty? I always get the most disjointed sleep. Okay, uh, so shift work, and this is uh, a topic that I was going to cover tonight because it is such a big, big, big thing. Shift work, unfortunately, is one of the unhealthiest things you can do to um, your body in terms of circadian rhythm. So going back to that circadian rhythm, which is thy natural biological clock, um, which is basically regulated through... Um, uh, light exposure, so obviously when light comes off in the morning, it actually exposes us to a certain amount of um, light exposure, which creates biological processes to happen in our body. Um, so, you know, if you are doing night shifts or working shifts, etc., then obviously that is going to completely disjoint our um, our circadian rhythm. If you are doing night duty, hopefully you are doing more than uh, just the odd night here and there. Um, so you can form a little bit of a routine. Now, what you need to do is if you're trying to sleep after a night uh, duty is restrict as much light as possible. Avoid looking at your phone or your laptop or anything that emits blue light radiation, which I'll talk about in um, a, a minute. So anything that kind of emits, if you're looking at your TV screen, laptop screen, phone screen, it emits blue light radiation, which will create neurological processes in your body. Um, so try and limit the things you look at in your phone screen, um, and that will help put you in a deeper speed. Limit the light and limit the noise around you, and that will help with um, your, your, your kind of sleep after that. But again, if you can get into a routine with your sleep, your circadian rhythm will kind of adjust. Um, obviously, you know, I've, I've come from England, so my circadian rhythm has got a complete front shift. So obviously back in England, it's 11 hours behind. So my circadian rhythm had to switch over to Australia time, which is the opposite way around. So that took me probably a couple of weeks to kind of properly adjust to it. Um, so having a routine and rhythm is key, I'm afraid. And that's one thing that, you know, shift workers, it's really, really difficult to have. Um, so, but like I said, if you can kind of limit noise, blue light emissions, um, nutrient intake as well. So if you're coming off a night shift, don't get in and eat first thing. Try and go straight to sleep and then eat when you wake up and that will help with your kind of natural circadian rhythm. Um, does the app only work wearing a device like a watch? Nope. So the app, um, you literally just put your phone on, uh, put your phone down on your bedside table um, and then it just tracks your sleep. And it also wakes you up when you're in a, um, a lighter part of your sleep, which will help again with that kind of wake up and natural wake up. There are, um, so obviously now we're getting into a darker mornings and darker evenings coming in closer. Um, there are uh, alarm clocks you can get, which now 
gradually increase the light um, in the room and that will help with a natural wake up and it will help increase um, uh, kind of your, your natural biological rhythm. And also something, uh, I haven't got them here, but I used to have in the UK, some blue light blocking sunglasses. Uh, not sunglasses, just normal glasses. And basically uh, they block blue light. So uh, like now I'm looking at my phone screen, or, you know, my laptop, etc. It emits radiation and again, it creates brain function um, to st be stimulated. Um, and this will affect your quality of sleep. How much sleep do you recommend? Okay, Mark, so um, ideally, you know, the optimal, we're looking at um, kind of uh, the research is optimally eight, but again, this is dependent on, um, like I said, your training, uh, frequency, volume, uh, genetics as well. I try and get a good, kind of good quality seven hours. Um, so track your sleep with the Sleep Cycle app, see how you get on, look at your quality. If you are training a lot, so you know, five, six days a week, then you are gonna need more sleep to recover, to reduce inflammation. So again, it's depending on other lifestyle factors as well as. Um, so that is something to think about. There's a really good book actually, um, I can't remember the author, but it's called Why We Sleep, and it goes into a bit more science of it. Um, I've read it myself. A really, really interesting read about you know the importance of sleep and sleep deprivation and you know the kind of science behind it and what we need to look at. Um, and that really kind of changed my outlook on sleep and you know made me a little bit more aware of sleep itself and you know what we should be doing. So it's, it's something to think about. Um, cool. That's kind of it from my front, guys. We've kind of covered all elements of it. Um, if there's any particular or questions you have that you want to answer, to fire them in the comments box. I'm just going to stay on for another a minute or so um, before I kind of log out. But guys, if you've got any kind of questions regarding anything we've gone over, um, every kind of Q&A I do each week, I do um, write a load of notes for anyway. So if anyone wants my notes that I've written for the Q&A, um, just drop me a message and um, obviously I can kind of send that over. Um, and yeah, if you've got any kind of questions regarding sleep or optimizing sleep, then um, yeah, just let me know. Um, and yeah, try anything out. You know, if there's anything you try that I've kind of spoken about, please post it in the group. Say, Dave, look, I've tried this, da, da, da. let me know how you get on, because you know, I'm interested myself. Um, obviously, I recommend a lot to my clients and you know, you guys, um, you know, it's always good to get feedback. Can I quote this video when Annie has to go at, has a go at me for not doing the 5 a.m.? <laughs> um, yeah, by all means, you know. Um, I, I used to be a kind of true believer of, um, well, I'm not a true believer, but I used to be kind of one of those coaches that would say, you know, you need to be training, da, 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 da. however, now I look for more of a holistic and longevity approach to training and lifestyle, you know, and for me, health is the top priority. Um, so, you know, looking at kind of your sleep, your nutrition and your training as one thing, rather than just looking at one element, um, is, is big for me, so I'm big on kind of lifestyle. So, you know, if you need to get that extra shut eye, um, and come slightly later than the 5 a.m., then by all means, you can quote me. However, if your lifestyle doesn't allow you um, to kind of come later in the day and you need to make that 5 a.m. class, do what you can to optimize your sleep. Cool. Awesome, guys. We're going to wrap it up there for tonight. But again, thank you very much for tuning in. Um, I really appreciate everyone that gets involved with these. Um, zinc and magnesium is key. My sleep quality has definitely improved since I started taking it and I wake up refreshed. Awesome. Yeah, brilliant stuff. Um, yeah, another one uh, for well, I didn't really speak about tonight is obviously serotonin. So serotonin is our kind of feel good, happy hormone. 
Again, it can help with a deeper sleep. Uh, there's something called uh, 5-HTP, which um, will help stimulate the release of serotonin during our sleep and will wake up feeling a lot more refreshed as well. So if you are struggling with sleep quality or um, lack of serotonin, then 5-HTP um, is another supplement you can take, which will help with that sleep. Cool guys, thank you very much. Thanks for getting involved. Um, again, tune in next week. Um, I will post in the group Monday um, another poll for you guys. So we've got a few topics. If there's anything you want me to cover, again, just let me know in the group and we will get it covered. Uh, this week as well, Sunday stretch. Um, last week's I don't think post, so it was like an animal flow movement. I'm gonna post in an animal flow for this week. Um, so it's basically looking at uh, mobility work as animals that you can do at home. It's a body weight based workout, but give it a go and let me know how you get on. Night guys, thank you very much.